All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who's this lady on the internet or who's this lady in my ears on a podcast? Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. Things like getting your articles of incorporation, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, basic brand protection strategies, making sure you have contracts for clients and partners, and a hiring and trading strategy so you don't get um, sued for discrimination. I help you set up all of these foundational things so that your business can scale and grow with confidence and and so you can access all of the things that legitimate businesses have have, uh, access to, right? like business credit and business loans. Now you might be asking yourself, how are you qualified to help me do all of these things? And I'm very happy that you asked that. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful there are just some things that you need to know there's no way around it okay you heard me yelling (laughs) there's no way around it all right um so that is why I'm here. I'm here to help you navigate that process. All right. So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal help or you have a business ideas and you don't know where to start or you've been in business for a while and you need some structure, I'm here to help you. All right. If you want to reach out to me, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. If y'all want to write that in the comments, feel free. Um, at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you will be able to book a free 15 minute consultation if you are a first time client. As well at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. At linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can also access many of my video trainings like our Duns number workshop that we are um, concentrating on this month, this whole entire month, we're talking about Duns numbers. Um, Also at that link, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast. So if you ever miss a live show, you can catch up at your leisure. All right. Um, so there's a lot happening at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, including where you can get your NPL legal dish merch, get your t-shirts. They come in three colors, black, white, and navy blue. Um, and your cups, you can see my cup is up here. I don't have it down. Actually, let me, let me grab it and show it to y'all. I, I was rushing a little bit today, so I didn't have time to set it up. But um, yes, this is our NPL legal dish mug. <laughs> and there was still water in it. I am such a klutz. Hold on, y'all. I got to wipe myself down. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot believe I did that. I am such a klutz. Okay, that's fine. All right, so that is enough about my business. Obviously, God was like, girl, stop talking about that. Get to the show. Uh, So let's get to the reason why we are here, all right? 
Um, so here's how the show works. If you are new, uh, I pull, uh, well, the first thing I do is we start off with an NPL nugget, which is a quick business or legal concept that I teach you. Um, like I said, this month we're focusing on Dunn's numbers, so it's going to be about Dunn's numbers. Then we're going to go into our stories. Now, where do I get these stories? I get them from all over the place. Y'all send them to me. I find them on blog sites. I get Google alerts, podcasts everywhere. Anywhere I find inspiration, anywhere I find a story that has a lesson that we can learn as business owners, you know, I collect them and break it down for us. And we discuss it. Um, so this is a time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. I want your questions. I want your comments as long as they are respectful. I will be asking you questions. I will be asking you to put things in the comments. So stay ready, okay? Um, all right. So as my as my spilled water dries, <laughs> let's uh, get started. All right. Okay. So the first thing that we are starting with is our NPL nugget of the evening. Now, like I just said, this month we are covering Dunn's numbers, okay? Yesterday we defined what a Dunn's number is. A Dunn's number is an, um, a nine-digit identifying number that basically tracks your business's financial transactions all over the world and uh, builds a credit report for you, um, and it's compiled by a company called Dun and Bradstreet. So uh, your 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 Dun's number is the number that they use to track your business's financial uh, financial life, uh, financial roadmap. Okay. Now, why do you need a Dun's number? You need a Dun's number for so many reasons. And if you did not check my post today. On uh, you know Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, I have an entire um, I have a graphic that I made. It used to be ten reasons why you need a Dunn's number. It has been reduced to nine because one of the reasons why you used to need a Dunn's number it is no longer uh, valid anymore. But um, one of the basic reasons why you need a Dunn's number is so that you can establish business credit. Right when you're applying for a credit card. They ask you to run, you, you know, to give them your social security number so they can check and see, you know, what is your history in paying your bills? Are you in default? All of those things. Your DUNS number is essentially the same thing. With your DUNS number, whoever is, you know, look, uh, whoever you're applying to a business credit card for can look and see what payments has your business made. Is your business in debt? Does your business pay their bills on time? Has your business skipped out on anything, right? Um, so one of the major reasons why you need a DUNS number is to, is, is to start building your business credit. Now, we are going to go through all of the nine reasons why you need um, a Dunn's number over the course of the month. So um, just to stay tuned, okay? But if you want um, a leg up on Dunn's numbers and knowing their history and why you need them and why they're important, uh, please make sure that you go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, click the first button, and you can pick up the Dunn's Numbers workshop where I take you to the site and we literally apply for the Dunn's number together, okay? All right. Uh, so that is our NPL nugget. Give me one moment and we're going to move into our stories because Toby is scratching at the door. All right, don't leave y'all. Tell your friends I'm still here. Come on, Toby. This is why I don't like letting you out before the show starts. You always try to come back when I'm talking to people. All right. 
All right, Toby is safe and sound inside, so we can get started, all right? Okay, first story that we are talking about tonight. Um, If you use a food delivery service, or a food delivery service, um, name a food delivery service that you use. Um, Now, when I say food delivery service, this is like an app that you download. Hey, Queen Antoinette, (laughs) I am having a fun time, Margaret. Um, I'm, when I say a food delivery, I like a, it's like an app you download, you order your food, and they bring it to you. Can you name some food delivery apps? Okay. Um, please put the names in the comment. I, I asked you guys today if you had ever used Postmates, and about 60% of you said that you had used Postmates. Uh, Margaret Massey uses DoorDash. I used DoorDash too, but their fees have gotten a little bit super expensive. Hi, Excel. I've actually started using Uber Eats more, even though they dropped off the wrong meal the other day. Um, 76 Groom K said she has never used a food delivery app. Okay. Well, you know, okay. Well, we've got Postmates, we've got DoorDash, we've got Uber Eats. There's a new one called Caviar. Um, you know, there's quite a few out there, right? Um, but, uh, the one that we are talking about today is Postmates. And with Postmates, you can get pretty much anything delivered. It's not just food, but people mainly order food. Uh, but Postmates is being sued by a company called Lucky Boy Hamburgers. Okay, Lucky Boy Hamburgers, they're located in California, I believe. Um, this is a, a restaurant that was started in 1960. And they have two registered trademarks for their logo and their business name, Lucky Boy Hamburgers, right? Um, when, uh, at, so they used to be on Postmates, but, uh, post, uh, they, they're kept, there, there were problems with them being on Postmates. Their customers were complaining that their food was not, you know, a- arriving in quality condition, that drivers were eating their food, uh, you know, and the food just doesn't, ma- just wasn't made well, right? So Lucky Boy Hamburgers is like, look, Postmates, this is not, this relationship isn't working out. We don't want to be on your platform anymore. But apparently Postmates didn't know how to take no for an answer, and they have um, continued to use Lucky Boy Hamburgers, um, Lucky Boy Hamburgers logo on their app and have continued to, to, uh, to post them as if they are, you know, a restaurant that is affiliated with Postmates, but they always have them showing up as closed. And Lucky Boy Hamburgers, thank you, Zephyrina, and Lucky Boy Hamburgers is saying, look, this is affecting our business because people are looking on these apps trying to find us, and Postmates is saying that we are closed. So Lucky Boy Hamburgers has asked Postmates to stop using um, their logo on their app, but Postmates has not. So Lucky Boy Hamburgers is now suing Postmates for trademark infringement because because remember, when you have your trademark, your trademark, uh, you know, it, it represents uh, the qualities that you want your business to send to your customer, right? Lucky Boy Hamburgers, they're a, they're a food service. So they don't want people thinking of their, their, food, their food as, you know, it's made poorly or it doesn't get to you because it's going through Postmates. So they're like, we want to separate ourselves from Postmates. But Postmates continues to use their trademark on their platform like they are affiliated, right? So Lucky Boy Hamburgers is suing Postmates 
uh, for for trademark infringement because they are creating a false association between them and Lucky Boy Hamburgers because Lucky Boy Hamburgers wants nothing to do with Postmates, okay? This is why trademarks are important. Trademarks represent your goods in the marketplace. It represents your reputation. So you don't want to affiliate yourself with anyone or any business who is going to tarnish the reputation of your business. So if you find someone is doing that by using your mark in a way that you do not agree with, it is your right, it is your duty as a trademark owner to go after them. Okay. All right. So we got that. Thumbs up. We understand what's going on here. Give me a thumbs up before we move on to our next story. Excuse me. Who? Sorry, y'all. I am very, very thirsty today. Zephyrina says she gets it. Okay, let's move on to our next story. Uh, my crafters, have you guys heard of a site called Red Bubble? If you have heard of Red Bubble, please give me an, uh, please give me the red circle, that, that red circle emoji. If you have heard of Red Bubble, thank you for the thumbs up, Margaret. Okay. Um, and while you guys do that, if you don't know what Red Bubble is, Red Bubble is basically a, a rival to Etsy. Um, it's where, you know, independent artists and things like that, they can put their things up for sale. 76 Grimkid has not heard of Red Bubble. Has anybody else, any, anybody else, any answers? No one else has heard of Red Bubble? I hadn't heard of it either prior to today. Zephyrina says she hasn't heard of Red Bubble either. Okay, yeah, I, I hadn't heard of Redbubble um, before today, uh, but apparently, you know, they've got a little bit of traction. Um, but uh, not only do they have a little bit of traction, Redbubble is in a little bit of legal hot water because Ohio State University has reinstated claims against Redbubble for trademark infringement. So you guys know I'm always talking to you guys about selling knockoff items like coach and things like that on places like Etsy. Well, that's the same thing is happening on Redbubble and Ohio State University is trying to or wants to hold Redbubble personally responsible for the users of that platform selling um, unlicensed Ohio State University merchandise on their platform. Now, Redbubble, they're saying, look, we're not at fault here. We're just an in intermediary. We just provide the platform for people to sell their stuff. We have no control over what people are selling. And Ohio State University is saying, girl, you know what the deal is. You need to be watching out for this. So, um, so Redbubble tried to have the case dismissed because they said, you know, we're the intermediary. We're not selling anything. We're just, you know, kind of providing a space. But the judge does not agree with that um, argument. So the motion to dismiss was um, was denied, and they're going forth with the trial. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that Redbubble should be held liable for people selling knockoff items on their platform? Like, at, like, so for Etsy, if there's ever any type of trademark infringement claim or copyright claim, they immediately shut your store down. Sh shut your store down. No questions asked, nothing. Redbubble, um, 
I guess uh, basically the same thing that's happening on Etsy is happening on Redbubble, but Redbubble isn't doing anything to stop it. So um, Ohio State in particular is coming after them and saying, look, people are on your platform selling fake OSU merchandise and you're not doing anything about it. So we are going to sue you for trademark infringement. Do you think that Redbubble should be held liable for users of the platform selling knockoff items? What do you think about that, my friends? Hey, hey. What do you think about that? Um, I feel like, uh, for me, it would depend on what is Redbubble doing. Now, I, we didn't get, a, I, or I didn't get a lot of details in the article that I read. But if Redbubble is at least trying to hinder, you know, the trademark infringement, then I think they shouldn't. But if they're just letting people run wild, yeah, they should be held liable. Um, 76 Grimcase said, yes, they should be held liable. They, they at least should try to stop it. Margaret said she's not sure. Yeah, I think it would depend on what efforts Redbubble is taking to actually stop the infringement. Like if somebody contacts them and says, hey, somebody, you know, somebody's using our trademark material. Does Redbubble shut down their platform? Does Redbubble take them off the platform? So I would need to know more about what their processes are. Okay. Any other comments, questions? Any, any OSU fans here? If you didn't know, my sister graduated from Ohio State University. She is a big Buckeyes fan. Excuse me, y'all. All right. Okay. Moving on to our next story of the evening. Oh, before we do that, I want to remind you guys, you're watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday. Ooh, I just gleeked. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If the, uh, if you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some help to, you know, guide you along the path of entrepreneurship, I want to help you. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book your free 15 minute consultation today. Okay. Um, all right. Going back to our comments, Margaret Massey said, seems like Redbubble should at least try, maybe have it as part of the rules to sell on the site. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think I'm going to do that. Um, if somebody wants to take that up as an assignment, go check out the site Redbubble and go read their terms of service for vendors and see what's going on there. Hi, Jay Geyer art. And you know, let me know what you find. Now I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. Terms of service they can be very long and very boring. So if you don't want to, I don't blame you. But you know if you want to take the time and go see what's going on with that, go check it out. All right. Okay. Moving on to our third story of the evening. This is actually a local story from my area. If you didn't know, I live in the DMV. Um, that's DC, Maryland, Virginia area. I specifically live in Maryland and, uh, not too far from where I live, um, in a city called Greenbelt. A gentleman is in a bit of hot water. Okay. Uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Olayinka Wahab, Wahab, Wahab. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, my apologies. Um, Mr. Wahab has pled guilty to $300,000 worth, uh, or possessing $300,000 worth of, uh, bootleg DVDs or selling $300,000 worth. Apparently between May, 2009 and May, 
2018. Mr. Wahab sold 18,000. Hello, Miracle Leathers. Mr. Wahab sold 18,306 um, DVDs. Uh, apparently, there was a big sting uh, around him. He had like all the hot, all the hot, uh, you know, film titles. Uh, TV titles, whatever you wanted, he had it. He was probably going around with his suitcase to the shop, say, you know, three for 10 or three for 20, whatever DVDs, right? Um, so there was a big sting to, to catch Mr. Wahab. Uh, and when the police raided his place, they found tons of cash and bootleg DVDs. Apparently he ordered these DVDs from China. Um, in, uh, so he has pled guilty. Mr. Wahab is not contesting the fact that he did this, that he did purchase these bootleg DVDs and he did resell them, right? Um, hey Joey, hey Joanne, y'all, my sister just popped in. If you are looking for organic, uh, uh, uh spices from a black owned woman owned company, go check out of the season spices. Joey, put your, um, links in the comments, um, both on Facebook and Instagram so people can find you. Okay. But getting back to our story. So when the police came after Mr. Wahab, they, um, you know, not only did they take his DVDs, they, uh, they withdrew or seized $20,000 from his bank accounts. Mr. Wahab said, um, I don't know who's buying them 76 Grim K, but Mr. Mr. Wahab was selling these DVDs from 2009 to, two, to 2018, right? And we didn't really get into streaming until maybe the, the last few years or so. So, you know, and look, people, not everybody is on, is on the same page. Some people like having their DVDs. Zephyrina, you love spices? Okay. So, Mr. Wahab, not only has he pled guilty to, oh, Margaret said her spices are delicious, y'all. Okay, Margaret Massey spent her own money on my sister's spices and she loves them. Uh, but getting back to this story. Not only did Mr. Wahab plead guilty, the um, the police seized $20,000 from his bank account. He has to pay restitution for all of those uh, for all of those DVDs that he sold. Basically, try and pay back that money, and he may have to spend up to five years in prison. Right? You never thought that the the, the bootleg DVD man could be, um, you know, might be going to prison. But copyright infringement is a big deal. Think about all of these streaming services that we have talked about that have been sued for illegally streaming, uh, you know, movies without a license. So Mr. Olayinka, this guy who probably just lives down the street from me, is in danger of spending time in prison and has to repay a lot of money because he violated intellectual property law. Intellectual property law does not care how big or how small you are. If you're stealing people's ideas and trying to make money off of them and you're caught, you're going to have to pay it back. That's just the way it is. Okay. All right. Now, um, okay. Moving on to our final story of the evening. We might have time for one more. I'm not sure yet. Um, or maybe we'll go into Q and A. Um, hold on. Uh, 76 Grim Grace said, I hope they don't make an example out of him. Who, who knows, girl? I don't know. Um, how many of you guys have heard of TikTok? If you have heard of TikTok, give me a TT in the comments. If you have heard of TikTok, give me a TT in the comments. 
Um, and if you use TikTok, you've probably heard of an app called Triller. If you've heard of Triller, give me a TR in the comments, okay? So if you've heard of TikTok, give me a TT. Thank you, 76 Grim K. If you've heard of Triller, give me a TR, okay? Um, and for those of you who don't know, because I didn't know, Triller is a TikTok competitor. Thank you for the TTs. I'm sure we're all... TT, thank you. Um, I, I am not ashamed to say that I don't have a, a TikTok account. I have never downloaded it. I don't plan on downloading it. It is not for me. It is for you young people. Um, Joey's heard of Triller. Margaret has heard of TikTok. Joey said she's too old for both. Um, 76 Grimke has never heard of Triller. Zephyrina said this must be newer. Yeah, I think it's newer. Um, but just like TikTok, TikTok has been in a lot of trouble for copyright infringement because as we know, people use, you know, very popular music to make those difficult videos that I'm never going to learn how to make, right? Um, and they, they've gotten a lot of copyright suits. They're taking down a lot of videos. There's just a lot happening. And the same thing is happening over at Triller. Hello, Big Boss Dog. Um, they're, uh, Triller, again, they're a TikTok competitor. So people, they make videos, they use music, and they put it up on the platform. Well, there is a, a company called Wixen that tried to sue Triller for copyright infringement, Right? Now, Wix, uh, Zephyrina said, I used to use TikTok, but I'm kind of afraid to use them. Girl, I heard TikTok was taking our faces and giving it to the Russians. So TikTok, no thank you. Um, but yeah, so Wixen, they are a company that helps people manage their copyrights, right? They don't own the copyrights, you know, they don't make, um, but they make money off of helping people manage them, organize them, know what's happening. Wixen tried to sue Triller for copyright infringement because there was music being used on there that was uh, that that was owned by some of their clients. Now remember, Wixen doesn't handle any of the actual licensing. Wixen doesn't own any of the actual licensing. But they went to the court. Hello, Santrice Hinkle, and they said, "Hey, Judge, we want you to tell Triller to stop using this music." Because, you know, we, we work with the people who own these songs. What do you think the judge said to Wixit? What do you think the judge said to Wixit about trying to sue Triller for music that they did not expressly own the copyrights to? And by the way, Wixit was trying to sue Triller for, for $50 million. What do you think the judge said to Wixen? Think about everything that we talk about for copyrights. What you need to be able to sue for copyright infringement. Y'all don't remember? Uh, Zeph <laughs> Zephyrina said the judge told him to go home. You are absolutely right, Zephyrina. The, the judge dismissed the lawsuit because Wixen could not prove that, yes, Margaret dismissed. 
Um, seven six Grim Grace said, "You don't have a case, boy. Bye." Yes, 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 yes. My copyright queens. Okay. Um, the judge said, "Girl, Wixen, you don't even own the copyright. So why are you even here? You don't even go here." So they dismissed the case um, that Wixen filed against Triller for fifty million dollars. Again, if you're going to sue for copyright infringement, you have to actually own the copyright. You you can't sue on behalf of someone else, right? You um when it comes to infringement, the person who owns the intellectual property is the only one who is allowed to sue for infringement. Okay, Margaret said, "Not your music." Yes, so y'all got it right. Yes, my copyright queens, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, all right. So um, yes. Yeah, so I think, yeah, we're going to leave it there. Uh, yeah, we're going to leave it there for tonight. Um, I have some stories that I want to talk to you about tomorrow, and I want to make sure that we have the full breadth of time. We, If you want, we can do a little bit of Q&A. Like I said, we're covering Dunn's numbers this month, so if you have a couple of questions, if you can get them in in the next, hey, rich black man, if you can get them in in the next two minutes, you know, I'll stay on and I'll answer them. Um, so, uh, so if you have questions about Dunn's numbers, about business formation, articles of incorporation, LLCs, um, contracts, things like that, uh, brand protection strategies, now's your time to ask them. You have about a minute and a half. Um, after that, I'm going to close it off for questions and, and we'll start closing down. But, um, I want to say thank you guys for participating tonight. Thank you for your energy. Thank you for making me laugh. Thank you for, you know, um, just, just holding the sister down. You know, you make me feel loved. I love it. Um, make sure, oh, 76 Grimkate asked if I can explain rights of publicity. Okay. So right of publicity, it is a state specific law. Some states have it. Some do not. Uh, states like California, where they have a lot of celebrities, will have it. But, you know, it's basically a law that says, you know, if you're a famous person, people can't just take your picture and, and um, you know, use it to, to, to make money, all right? Uh, so, you know, when they're taking candid pictures of people, uh, of celebrities outside and things like that. Um, it's basically saying, you know, I have the right to be a famous person and control how my image is used. That's essentially what, what that law is about. Okay. And it's state specific. Uh, Margaret Massey said back to Postmates. It sounds like they are mm, sabotaging as opposed to using the trademark. What say you using a trademark doesn't have to be positive, Margaret. You can use a trademark to bash another business. If you're, you know, operating under their logo and providing bad service, that's still using their trademark. You're just using it negatively. Okay. Glad to see you too, Zephyrina. All right. So, um, the, 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 do, does that make it clear, Margaret? All right. Do we have any more questions? Any more questions? All right. So I think we're going to, um, shut down here. We'll be back tomorrow at 8 PM with more stories. Um, I've got, I've got plenty like this week has been just overrun with stories. Thank you guys so much. Uh, make sure that you take care of yourselves, wash your hands, wear your masks. Um, you know, if you're getting vaccinated, do your thing. Um, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye guys.